Um, we're going now, but yeah, 2022. How's your 2022 been? Because I feel like you've been kind of up and down as well, but you probably had a better year. Great year. Yeah. Yeah, I found a job of my dreams, working with my boys towards the bigger goals. And uh, I feel like I'm just uh, not self-sabotaging anymore. I'm just uh, on a straight and uh, narrow line. All right, let's let's get into the essence of Jorge Torres. Why do you don't self-sabotage anymore? What does that look like? What does that mean you don't do that anymore? It's just like almost playing too much with the cards and just now I just kind of live and just kind of it's very yes or no or just direct, get to the point. I try to not to procrastinate, just living it the smartest way I can possibly. Almost like a game manager like Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. You don't got to throw five touchdowns, but you just don't have to do. You don't have to. You just have to not fuck up. Yeah, like and you can I, win the game. I would try to like throw it in double coverage. Yeah, and like <laughs> slants get picked. <laughs> and now I just a double coverage sounds crazy. Now I kind of just do what I got to do to win. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear that. I mean, it, it's it's been a challenging year for sure, and and you know even today in particular has been a challenging day. But I'm I'm happy football's here. We're starting September 7th, um, which is a Wednesday, so I'm happy about that. Round of applause. Um, got some new drops. Got some new drops for the listeners. Um, should we test them out? Not yet. You got to, like, You want to wait till football? I just want to use it when it's necessary to use it. You know what I'm saying? Like, because okay. if we overuse it, if we underuse it. It goes stale. Yeah. Yeah, it goes stale. Yeah, I'll say because they're all football related anyway. So I think we'll save them for the for the first football show. But um, if you guys are listening to this, Wednesday, September seventh, we will have the very first episode of um, I guess the the football, the NFL fall episodes that we do. I'm not saying we won't have other business owners on, as I've said on here plenty of times. I'm not saying we won't have other um, you know reporters, journalists who's who, you know, around here in writing and stuff like that. But definitely want to do a, a focus on football and just kind of uh, hammer that down because I enjoy doing that shit with you guys, man. That shit makes me happy. And, uh, you know, it. Um, uh, I don't know the term, but it, 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 uh, it fills me up. Pause. <laughs> Why are you wearing shades in the dark, man? Uh, I wasn't dark when I had them on, but now it's dark. Why do podcasters wear shades in 2022 on all their podcasts? Like Adam Twenty Two, Joe Budden, uh, 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 I know Rory did when they interviewed Logic. You know Rory and Malt. Like everyone's wearing glasses indoors. It's a weird time, man. It's a weird time. I feel like we're all accepting mediocrity right now with everything. How so? We accept mediocrity with our music. We accept mediocrity with our food. We accept mediocrity with our 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 diets. We accept mediocrity with. The movies that are released. We accept mediocrity with the sports we watch. Can you tell me one thing, and I'm not trying to depress this out. Can you tell me one thing that is currently better in 2022? Stuff I just mentioned. Better than 2016? I think we've regressed in everything. Like, like as a society, uh, uh, political beliefs, um, uh, differing opinions, entertainment, sports. I feel like the, the the big legends have either literally died or they've retired. And, I mean, yeah, there's still some guys that are around, but you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, LeBron still plays, but, like, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a very weird time. I, I think it's a very mediocre time. And I mean, there's been times this year where I felt like I was, you know, my effort was mediocre. Or I felt like certain episodes were, and that's going to happen. But it just, I didn't get the vibe last year. Um, I just think 2020 just messed a lot of people up, man. It's very, it was a very weird time. People literally just sat there and just thought about nothing and did nothing and took time off. None of the artists I like have been inspired at all this year. I, mean, I guess the only two people I thoroughly enjoyed their music um, was Weekend and Kendrick, which we'll get to the Weekend concert here in a sec. But overall, I don't know. Um, again, not trying to you know be that guy, but just when I look around, it's just like movies aren't as good. Music don't really hit like that no more. And even after getting, because I got COVID at the end of the year, even, man, food tastes different. The activities I do are different. It's just, I don't know, it's weird. It's very odd. I don't know what my take is on a lot of it because I've been so um, focused on my growth. And it's almost like, yeah, I mean, it hasn't been bad, but nothing has stood out. Right. Like uh, like you were mentioning. Um, I mean, even like, you know, someone like the Rams, like, 
it was it was a good game. It wasn't a great game, not the greatest Super Bowl I ever saw. I, you know, it was better than any of the last probably three years. I mean, Chiefs Niners was cool, but that kind of was almost a blowout towards the end. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't know. There's just very few things this year where I'm like, we can really hang our head on that. Like that really defines 2022. Like a lot of this shit is just. Well, I'll just I think everyone's just kind of going through it, trying to figure this shit out. I don't know. I have no idea. Let's talk about this though. Let's talk about do, or do you have anything? Well, I was gonna say yeah. The only thing I could think of this year was that Will Smith slap, and that's like the most <laughs> notable thing I remember for this year. I mean, um, not of my life, of like, like culture. It, yeah, Pop if you were to look back and like what happened in twenty two, that's like the biggest thing I think, which is crazy because that's not even a huge thing. There's that uh, Russia Ukraine is oh, going yeah, to yeah, define yeah, the sure. year. Um, inflation will define the year. Uh, this is the year that gas hit $6 a gallon easy in the spring. Uh, never seen shit like that in my life. Um, yeah, dude, there's a lot of shit. A lot of shit. And and, and we'll move on because I am not trying to go down this road. It's not good. There's a lot of shit going on, and it's not good shit. It's like it's just it, we're having to endure. And and I don't know, man. I don't know. I think these midterms are going to be interesting. Yeah, I just so. think this back half of this year is going to be amazing, though. And it yeah. hasn't been bad. It, I, I feel like it. it's just been a year. Yeah. But this back half, I feel like it's gonna be real special, like this holiday holidays and uh, and just a football season really already magnifies it ten times over. You know, just right some fantasy, some degenerate gambling, some fucking something that really uh, angst you over. Right, Sunday nights, Monday nights, Thursday nights. Week one, man. There's so many good games. Shit. Even if the games don't go that well, like even, let's say the Bills win by two and a half touchdowns, which I don't think will happen. Let, you know, and and Russell Wilson's going back to Seattle Monday night. Uh, Joe Buck and Aikman are now in the Monday night booth. We got fucking uh, Bucks Cowboys again for a Sunday night game. That was the season opener last year. That's a um, Sunday night, right? That's the week one Sunday night. So game. Mon- uh, Thursday we have my Rams against the Bills. Mm-hmm. A s- potential Super Bowl uh, preview. Yes, um, for sure. Sunday night, the fucking opener from last year, which is always was a fucking amazing game. Brady and the Cowboys, you can't go wrong. That, mm-hmm. That's primetime TV. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what was the Monday night? Russell Wilson go back to Seattle. <sighs> Crazy <What>? lineup. <laughs> and then Raiders Chargers is like a one twenty five game. Chiefs Cardinals is like a one twenty five. Like there's just little games sprinkled throughout that it's like that's an amazing game. It's a perfect lineup for Week One. It's amazing. It's like a Coachella lineup for f- fantasy f- or for football. You know? Yeah. Crazy. I love it. I love it. And the fact that we're only a week away is very nice. Um, you know, I- I've talked about ad nauseum on here about, you know, uh, the-, the summertime sadness and stuff like that. August is over, man. It's gone. I'm telling you, dude, soon as that clock hits September 1, I'm good. It doesn't even matter. I mean, today's hot. It was 108 in Cottonwood. Today was hotter than fuck. And I still just, I don't feel that same way. I, I don't know what that is. Today feels like the rest of fall. Because I, I saw the fucking meme of, uh, what's that porn where the dude has the pumpkin on his dick and the girl's yeah. like reaching in it? And like everyone's already for Halloween season. Bratty sis. Let's get spooky and fuck. Um, uh, what the fuck? Pumpkin spice. You know, yeah. once it hits today, it's this whole season. Yes. Like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. Even though it's like fucking like 60 days away. Oh, Christmas time. It's like 90 days. Yeah. yeah it's, it's I wild. love Thanksgiving. You know what, man? Let's talk about this. Um, I, I'm expecting a, a guest here, by the way. Um, we'll see if he shows up. I, I don't want to put it out there in case they don't, because I, I'm not here to show anybody, but let's ask, I want to ask you about this, man, because we don't talk about this in fucking private. What is your favorite holiday throughout the year? If you could pick one and it could be any of them. It could be fucking 4th of July. It could be Easter. I mean, shit, it could be I'm new year's day. It could be Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween. I mean, what's your shit? Cause I know mine. I would say God, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yep. Yep. And I really want to say, yep. no, yeah, it is Thanksgiving. It is. Because, you know, football, the eat to eat, the family, um, <clears throat> Black Friday, the day after. I mm-hmm. love that. That shit like Black Wednesday now. I fucking, know. It's all over. <laughs> fucking deals, I really man. do miss the days where it was like fucking, you're taking Jameson shots in the parking lot, then you go in the Best Buy at midnight, get, you know, fucking bum rush, whatever you need to get, like your air fryer or whatever. Look at what you're bum rushing for. Dude, you know what I'm saying? It's just fun to see everyone, um, like, a healthy competition. You know, man, that's one thing I've never done. That I'm not opposed to doing it. I just haven't done it. I've never been camping outside for Black Friday. Like, I've never done I've gone maybe the morning after, gone up at 6 a.m. I've never camped. 
I didn't like camping. I just like when the stores would open at twelve, and then you, everyone would show up, and you could tell like shit got ransacked. There's a, you know, a store to be told <laughs> in there, and like everyone's yeah. having a good time. And when it was like busy, but people were in a good mood, that's what it was like. Oh shit! It feels like a hall. It felt like Thanksgiving was out with strangers too. You know, I don't know how to say it. like it was family with everyone. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're all there for the. For the same purpose, essentially. Um, I love Thanksgiving, man, because, and it's cool because, and look, if all else fails, podcasts, you know, maybe broadcasting, I'm going to be a goddamn chef because I love cooking. It's good money. And it's something I can actually see myself doing 40 hours a week and not getting tired of and, and being good at. What's up? Did I send you that video of uh, Kid Cudi's personal chef? Or no. have, did you see it? Uh-uh. It was so mid like, she made, okay, like, I guess. Uh, is he a vegan? Like, is there, he's a very skinny guy. I can see him being, like, a vegan or a vegetarian. He want, He got a, before his breakfast, he got, like, a smoothie, and it was, like, almond milk, and it was, like, very specific. Did he want almond milk or something like that? And then after that was, like, eggs, bacon, and uh, and pancakes. And I'm like, what? That's, like, Kid Cudi's chef gets paid, like, whatever X amount of money to fucking fry him <laughs> up. And, it, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, you could have easily made that shit way better. Just by, just by looks. What's crazy is, like, Drake's chef, uh, one of them, I assume, uh, I think just his wine guy that makes his wines gets, like, half a million a year to live in that fucking house, that compound in Toronto. Um, that's, like, literally a landmark. People literally call Drake's house a fucking landmark, which is crazy. I want to go there someday. It is a landmark, I guess. Um, and, yeah, dude, motherfucker just makes the wine for this motherfucking rapper and gets half a million dollars a year. So I say all that to say... What's I talking about? <laughs> uh, we're talking about Kid Cudi's personal chef, but before that, you're right talking about that. if everything else fails, you'd be a personal chef. Or a Thanksgiving. Chef. Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. So I'm a, I am like cooking, and I like to think I'm a good cook. So I like getting the little the little pan. I like throwing the turkey in that bit. I like getting the little brine on it. You know what I mean? And, and, and I like just letting that shit cook. You know, I love me some green bean casserole. You know, I love me some stuffing. And I'm not a roll guy because I gotta make room for the other food. I don't want bread. I can have bread any day of the fucking. I can have a sandwich any day of the week I want. Any any day out of the year, I need the you know sweet potato yams. Like I, I love me. Don't mean any offense. I love me like like the the black soul food at Thanksgiving. Like if if there's anyone out there that your family makes soul food, I, chitlins. Hey, invite me please. <laughs> hey, I'll eat some big intestine. I don't give a shit. That shit sounds amazing, bro. <laughs> Uh, a shrimp po' boys. I, I want to like get some macaroni on uh, Thanksgiving. I've never been a Thanksgiving part of a Thanksgiving dinner that had macaroni and shit. Why don't you come to my Thanksgiving this year? I, I know last year you you hung out with Rick. You guys uh, watch like Raiders and Cowboys and stuff like that yeah. and whatnot. But I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll invite Rick too. I mean, I, he probably won't come because I just know how he is. But yeah, uh, nice. you know, I'll, I'll I'll whip up, bro. Yeah, whip up. You know, I whip up well. I want to see you whip up a whole Thanksgiving feast because if you're, if, I can do it. If you can cook a whole Thanksgiving feast, then I'll. Deem you myself a chef. You know what I'm saying? If you can do it yourself, why do you say that like Draymond though? What do you mean? <laughs> and I told Steph like, I'm going past you the ball. Like, why would I shoot the ball? <laughs> I ain't never getting in San Francisco Bay. <laughs> that shit is dirty, very dirty. Every time we go, and we'll get to the weekend now. Every time we go there, we were there this last weekend. Um, I did like three photo dumps of San Francisco, which by the way, George took the photo. So thank you for that. Um, you made a, a snap where you were like, I forget what you said, but you're like, clay got in the water. <laughs> it was like, it was like, it was nasty ass water. I put foul and then fucking the yak emoji. And the, and the yak emoji. Yes. But we love the Frisco Bay. I just will never get in the Frisco Bay. That's the thing. I love the weather it brings. I mean, George, George knew what I, I was out there like I was high on crack. I had my arms wide open. I think I was like a, dancing in the wind. I'm like, I was totally not being myself. But that's what it does to you. And we saw the weekend this last weekend, uh, no pun, in Santa Clara, Levi Stadium. Get a little recap, man. I mean, we haven't really talked about this much because it was right back to work and it was right back to, to life the next day. But what did you think of the concert now that we've had a few days of separation from the event? It was amazing, man. Um it was a huge show out, and at first you're like, there's no way this whole stadium's going to get fucking packed out. And then right, the light goes off, like, cause to tell, you know, the weekend's coming on, and the light comes back on, and I'm like, holy shit, every fucking seat is uh, jam-packed. And then we got, uh, we got reassigned, we were in the wrong seats. 
like right when the show. But was then about we to start. got put next to that the baddies, the baddie section, and that married chick next to you was fucking wiling. She was not married, brother. <laughs> she lost her ring, and I was like, "Wait a minute, is that like is she saying?" She said she lost her wallet, her ring. She lost a a check. I'm like, bitch, you write checks. I, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say bitch. We need to have a, a Joe Button does this thing um, called the bitch jar, to where you cannot say that about females. You got to put a dollar in the bitch jar. Well, there you go. Give me I a was, dollar. I was almost feeling like we got to do that for the pod this year. Um. Anyway, yeah, I I was raised by women. I love women. I respect women. So you know, that's that's something I'm trying to get out of my vocabulary. Um. Anyways. Back to what you, you were saying, we got reassigned, and, and I, I cut you off. And then uh, we were just singing every song. I mean, you, your fucking voice went out or whatever, and it, it was did. it was a good-ass time. We knew all the songs, and uh, most of the lyrics for me, there's some I was like, oh, fuck. But, dude, Weekend, amazing live, man. What a performer. There was two or three songs. I think I was never there. Um, obviously, I'm a well-documented Kissland hater, um, which I don't hate the album. It's just not my cup of tea. The songs are too long. Even I was like... Uh, it wasn't good, right? Well, I was like, why Kissland? It was very random. This should have done another song off that. Another song off that. Album. I thought he'd do either the Pharrell Wanderlust remix, because yeah. that's a very popular song, or or the Drake record, yeah. uh, Live For. Yeah. I thought he would do Live For. Not that Drake would come out, um, but yeah, man. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was cool. A Weekend is a very good performer, and he made us wait. So Mike Dean comes on. I'm thinking it's Snow Allegra, then Mike Dean. But Mike Dean is just a producer slash DJ. So that makes sense, him coming out first. Kind of just getting the vibe right, you know, whatever. So he comes out for 20, 25 minutes, plays a bunch of shit none of us have ever heard before in our lives. Um, but shout out to Mike Dean, you know, uh, uh, respect. He's been on some of the most popular and, and prestigious Kanye West records and Pusha T and 2 Chains and stuff. And... You know, he does a little thing, gets off about 7 p.m., right? And me and you, we've already eaten. We've gotten our gear. Like, we got there probably too early. Um, and this is after we went to Top Golf. Shout out to my, my guy, Felipe. Man, Felipe is the shit, man. I, I love Felipe. Um, he lives there in Fremont. So we went to Top Golf. We went to Angry Chicks. We'll get to that in a sec. Oh, shit. Um, because you said, fuck this place, way too hot. And I'm like, brother, you got to get the mild throw, the honey with the slaw. I'm like, that's Listen, angry chicks. That's what you it's do. It's my fault. It's because I grew up in Reading and then we went to San Jose and expected the the almost the top of the top hot to be our hot. Right. Which like was sriracha. Was, which was not even the case at <laughs> it all, It was like bro. ghost pepper, That bro. shit torched me the fuck up. <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh and weekend was great, man. Weekend was great, and, and you had, you know, we did get reassigned uh, our seats, and you had joked, you're like, I paid three hundred dollars for this view, but I'll be honest with you, because <laughs> I think my mom said the same thing. She's like, you guys sat all the way up there, and I'm like, well, you got to realize when the show starts, the stage is so long and and perpendicular. Um, pause. Is that a pause? You can go ahead and pause. Uh, nah, whatever. Um, and then, you know, part of the stadium is blocked off, but there's 60,000 heads in that bitch. Every fucking seat was full. I guarantee it. And um, I, I thought we had a pretty good view, you know, just being able to see everything. And, you know, I, I'm sure the prices were absolutely insane um, for down where, you know, on the floor and stuff like that. But, you know, I was thinking about it, and I didn't even mention it to you at the concert. When Mike Dean was performing and all the smoke was going on, I'm like, I would hate to be in the front row with all that fake-ass smoke going in my lungs and shit like that. I'm like... I don't know. I just went out like that. And I can't see him and stuff like that. But almost, I think I was just too far away from the screen. I couldn't even see the screen. I just, I, I would have liked to have been a, a little closer. Maybe like the underneath 200 us. Section. Yeah, 200 section. Yeah. Or maybe the side side. I don't know. It is what it is, but it, it was uh, monumental regardless. It was uh, great. Love the weekend. Had a good time. Went to Frisco the next day, and, and people in Frisco, man, I mean, they are, look. I'm it, starting to love the Bay. I, I really, really love it. When we're walking, it. it's like... I'm, like, passionate about it. Like, sitting on the dock of the bay. You know what I said? That's, <laughs> that's what the you're vibe I was getting. And then you look in the water, it's like, uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. Dude, I've been fucking... So, I, I my sleep schedule's been way off. So, I've been doing five, six hours during the day and been sleeping or staying up all night. And I go into work at 4 a.m. So, I just, I just pull the all-nighter. Been doing that for, like, two weeks now. And yesterday... I got so fixated on this Alcatraz dock and Al Capone escaping and just the, the bay and the salt water ruined the prison. That's why they had to close it down. And it was the it was America's most feared prison. Prisoners would lose their fucking minds because there's nothing out there. It's cold as shit. You're getting tortured. And it's the worst of the worst people. It was only open for 30 years, bro. And I'm like, that shit is still... It survived the 1906 earthquake. The Great Fire. I mean, granted, it's off the shore. It survived the 89 earthquake. Like, that fucking island has sat there for well over 150 years. 
It's crazy. Uh, the U.S. Army used it as a as an army base back before it became the federal prison. Became a federal prison in the 30s. Excuse me. Uh, closed in 1964. And uh, stuff like that's cool, man. Because I've never been out there. I'm I'm deathly afraid of the ocean. I'm I am deathly afraid of water. Um, and and look, while I love San Francisco, it is eerie a little bit to me because if that big one hits, brother, it's gonna it's gonna shock that city. Because I mean, there's just not, there's nothing to guard it. Like, the ocean is right fucking there. I mean, half the shit could slide right into the fucking, and you don't want to think about stuff like that. But it's it's a real thing, you know. And, and, and maybe that's just the anxiety talking and whatnot. But, you know, you see videos like the 89 fucking World Series when, you know, the Bay Bridge half collapsed and shit like that. Like, that's crazy shit. And that earthquake, not that it wasn't that strong. I think it was like a 6.2. But that wasn't like, they're saying that the San Andreas Falls going to get the 9.0 Japan earthquake from 10 years ago, like just ravaging the fucking country. I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but uh, point being, dude, before we get sad again, shit. <laughs> dude, yeah, uh, like, you're going off the deep end. Uh, I, I, I mean, this is just how, how it's been all week for me. Um, I had fun. It was cool. And I would totally go back. I would totally go back. I want to take my little sister there. I want to take the dogs, but the dogs are a little nuts. Uh, but it's, it's a very dog-friendly city. Let's talk about this. We're in downtown, Sunday afternoon, beautiful, 68 degrees. I mean, humid as shit, so we're sweating our ass off. Um, I literally still have fucking blisters. I mean, you can see on, on my side. Like, I have blisters from walking around four or five miles around that city. Like, it's still, like, it's. I got raw blisters. We're going to Salesforce Tower. I'm like, oh, yeah, we got to go to Salesforce, tallest building in the city. I just, I got to see it. I, I, I'm a skyline guy. You know, like, like we told Sheriff Johnson. I'm like, I like me a skyline. Give me a skyline, right? I love buildings. It represents opportunity and hope. That's just how I take it. So we're at Salesforce. I'm taking photos. And you see this guy with this dog, this skinny dog, by the way, walking down the street. And his name ends up being Jay. And wouldn't you have it? I mean, this is where I, and I'm not a big religious guy, but this is where divine intervention and, and God or whatever, if you will, comes into play. Wouldn't, wouldn't you by golly fucking guess it, man? This guy's from Red Bluff. We turn a corner in downtown San Francisco and have a full-blown 15-minute conversation with this guy about the cost of living, what he does, his dog, uh, you know, uh, you know, he said Dead Bluff and, and Rottenwood. And, you know, I'm from the, I feel like if you're from the area, you can make fun of the area. You know what I mean? Anderscum, like, you know, we, we were making fun of the names. But it was so nuts to me. And then he was like, hey, and George, mind you, there's no good New York pizza anywhere around here. This guy... Of all the things he can recommend, he says, hey, go to local kitchen. They got good. Uh, he said they have, like, craft beer. That that was what he sold us on. It wasn't pizza. He was like, they got good craft beer. You know, they got tacos and stuff. He's like, you guys should go there. And we're like, oh, where's that? He's like, oh, it's uh, First in Lansing. Dope. I think it's at First in Lansing. So we go up to First in Lansing, about a mile and a half up from Salesforce Park. And New York-style pizza. I'm like, this motherfucker led us right into, I felt like a rat walking right into the flat trap. Like, I see the peanut butter, and I'm going to walk over to that bit. I was like, this is so good. And the pizza was fucking bomb. Uh, we went to Mitchell's, which I'm not going to say it was overrated, but the weight was not worth it. Um, but Mitchell's was very cool. They were very nice. Got my little Giants helmet. Uh, George sat through that with me. Uh, we got to the counter, and he's like, yeah, just give me a water. And I actually felt bad. I was like, if I don't know you just wanted water, we could, I would have saved the hour 15 for us. But um, got back about, what, 11 o'clock, midnight, something like that. And it was it was cool, dude. It was cool. I liked it. So I loved it, actually. Um, the Bay is feeling like the second home and I love San Diego, but no one in my family is there anymore. Um, you know, dad moved away, uh, and Sandy rest in peace. She passed away last year. You know, life changes, you know, things change every day. So uh, second constant home changing, man. What's up? It's constantly changing life, you know, constant every day. I just do shit. You, 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 I do shit. I never thought I'd do think shit. I never thought I'd think, you know, it's just, it's life, man. It's crazy how much growth and just change. Is is Frisco like the second home? And not even just Frisco, yeah, but just the dude. Bay in general. Yeah. I love Frisco. People there, just the way I look at perspective from their eyes, from my eyes. You, you saw me talk to that lady at the coffee shop, you know, like, what the fuck? And I'm like, Katie. Yeah. Katie was really cool. And Katie subscribed to the podcast. So, I mean, if she's listening, then shout out to her. Uh, she was super cool. We went, we went to, uh, what, uh, 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 chestnut coffee company or something like that? Something like that. It was it was a great coffee. It was great uh, coffee. I forgot how I even got to talking to her real quick. And then I was like, hey, you talk to her while I got to. <laughs> I turned around and you're in full blown. I'm his manager. Pod's going crazy. North State. You ever heard of Reading? I'm like, oh, shit. 
it's like I just put in like an espresso latte order, yeah. and George is full blown going crazy. Um, and she was really nice, and and it was really cool of you to do that as well. So, um, yeah, man, it was cool. People in well, you were talking to Jay about this, and then we'll move on. Um, we were talking about how the locals are the really nice, laid back, if you will, Bay Area people, and the tourists are the dickheads. Yes. And I think that's very true because we went to Chase Center and and we didn't even know we weren't allowed to enter a certain area. Uh, but Dignity Health was doing something, uh, doing like a little charity basketball or something or another. Kaiser Permanente? Uh, I, was it a Kaiser event? I thought it was a Dignity was, Health. I think that's like a North. I think it's like up here, Dignity Health. Dignity Health is all sure over the country. Was, okay, well, I'm pretty sure it was Kaiser Permanente. It's one of them. Bro, both, maybe? It's one of the hospital One's like the, I think Kaiser's like the... Kaiser's like number one. Kaiser's the... Um, Ah, fuck it. I don't. Know Kaiser's like the about. warriors of the of the medical biz. Yeah, yeah, like first class uh, organization. So anyway, these guys stop us, and then we just start having like a, a ten minute conversation about like Lakers, Warriors, and shit like that. Which, by the way, uh, haven't told you, but Saturday, February eleventh, Lakers, Warriors. Uh, it's going to be an ABC primetime game, so you know ticket prices are going to be crazy as shit. Uh, but five thirty p.m. San Francisco. Um, I would love to go. I would love to go. We're not doing Rams Chargers no more. I did want to see SoFi, but I know LA is going crazy right now. Um, did you see what happened yesterday? That the fire? I heard a fire broke out. Yeah. Yeah, man. Is, is your family good, man? The whole uh, city had to fucking evacuate, basically. Uh, can you give me more detail? So it happened. I believe it's when you get come from Bakersfield, get up and over the grapevine, which is a fucking everyone knows that's a bitch. You get over the grapevine. And then it was right off I-5, this brush fire started, and it literally, like, a million fucking people were trying to evacuate. Like, those big rigs. I mean, it was backed up for miles. Um, and it was crazy, dude. It was nuts. I, I think they put it out. No one really got hurt. No homes burned or anything like that. That's what gets me about L.A. I'm like, you know, and and uh, you got Hidden Hills. You got San Fernando Valley. I mean, you got different places. But I'm like, that is sitting in a basin, the whole fucking city. And for fires and earthquakes and stuff to break out, it's crazy shit doesn't go crazier there. Because there's so many heads. There's so many people. Um, but, you know, I'm glad everyone's okay. I, I do like Los Angeles. I, I go out there and it's very relaxing. I'm very chilled. Um, you know, I mean, everyone out there is high as fuck, it seems like, anyway. So, um, anyway, you know, that's California, man. You know, I just wish it wasn't so fucking expensive. You ever think about that? It's like, all these places are great if they weren't the most expensive cities in the country. Like, Yeah, but that's like kind of what makes them great, you know? You think so? I mean, like, the population. I mean, how could it be 31 million people and not have high price, you know? My, so, I understand. I mean, I do understand San Francisco, even Los Angeles, because, like, I was telling my mom, you know, she was like, you know, why do you, like, go in there? Why do you, like, you know, it's not her thing. And I'm like, look, you got to realize, first of all, it's rich with history, and I love history. I love soaking up. I'm like a sponge. I love soaking up info and hearing stories, and I like telling stories. I want to be a news reporter. So it's rich with history. You find history as far back as 1849, hence the the football team, right? You know, the gold rush and then the building of the bridges and and, 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 the, and the fake treasure island built off the side of Bay Bridge. By the way, that was an artificial island. I didn't know that. Oh, uh, they did the World Fair in 1940. They invited the world out because that's when the Bay and the Golden Gate opened uh, formally. was 1940. Uh, so they got that out there. It's just there's so much shit going on. Plus, it's rich with opportunity, right? You can go there and make a billion fucking dollars, and no one will ever fucking know you have that in your bank account because everyone's walking around trying to fucking do their own thing. But it's not like L.A. and the fact that everyone thinks they're rich and famous. It doesn't even feel like everyone's trying to get rich and famous in San Francisco. Yeah. Maybe not, you know, definitely not famous, but, you know, more so rich. It's just, it's just a, it's a melting pot, man. It's such a crazy melting pot. Like, obviously, you know, a big Asian, Chinese, Japanese population. Um, you know, lots of whites. You got black folk. You got, you know, Hispanic folk. We went to, like, Taco Bell Cantina. You know what I mean? Like, all these random spots that it's just like, I never even knew this shit was here, man. Um, so, any, I mean, San Francisco was great, dude. San Fran was great. I loved it. Let's take a break because I, I don't know if this guest is going to show up at this point, but I, I want to make sure. We'll take a break real quick. Um, so, we're back. Just George and I today. <laughs> I've come to that conclusion. That's fine. Um, uh, yeah, I'm cool. Oh, that's great. I'm, I'm, I'm having a great time right now. Uh, pause. Um, that's so bad that men can't enjoy each other's company, bro. Is that a bad thing? It's not. It w- Who said that stigma to you? No one. Well, then why would you say it? It's got to be in your head somehow. In my head, it's going down. Okay, anyway. So, we're doing the football episode next week. We're kicking it off. Uh, and we will... 
uh, <laughs> damn, <laughs> stuttered bad. We will present a new episode to you guys every Wednesday, starting Wednesday, September 7th, all the way through the entire football season, uh, which culminates in Super Bowl 57, February 12th next year. Oh, shit. The Laker Warrior game is Super Bowl weekend. Oh, shit. I didn't realize that was just now. That's fine, though. That's fine. It's right. an uh, I'm watching San Francisco. We'll go somewhere in San Francisco. <laughs> you listen to DJ Khaled's new album, Not God yet. Did? Uh-uh. Are you going to listen to it? Maybe. What do you think about the Drake and Lil Baby record? I haven't heard it. Staying Alive? We uh, played it. I don't remember. It was an intro song a couple weeks back. When me, you, and Al did the Dog Day football pod again at at, uh, at his pad. Oh, shit. Uh, it was the intro. Uh, Jay-Z... Um, was on God Did and had like a four-minute verse where he went crazy and he did go crazy. Motherfuckers need to put respect, not respect, respect on Lil Wayne's verse. Lil Wayne hasn't rapped that good since probably his Seen Green feature. <clears throat> and he hasn't sounded that hungry since, honestly, like Carter Four. Like, it was one of those. He was talking just about... Crazy ass shit. I don't remember the bars uh, in particular that he said, but it was some crazy ass shit, man. He was really doing his thing, really going off, and and I thought it was a really good song. You know, just like any Khaled album, you're going to get your couple gems, and everything else is going to be terrible. It's going to be slapped together, thrown together like jail food. I mean, it just is what it is. He's throwing shit out of the wall, and he's a DJ. I mean, our, one thing about DJs, they are not fucking organized, in my opinion, and it, that may sound like total bullshit because I know DJs do all the set lists. They have 10 hours of music. They do the, the, the wicked, you know, they got the turntables, at least old-fashioned DJs. Bro, they are not organized at all because every Khaled album since Major Key has felt sloppy as fuck. Um, I get a couple records off here that I like. You know, obviously God did. Staying Alive is cool. I didn't like No Respect uh, or, or respect whatever the Drake intro was that was 35 seconds long uh, that he blue balled for everybody. Um, I just didn't really like that very much. Has Drake fallen off? Yeah. Hard, he's been, right? He's been falling off. I'm just saying everyone falls off when they get too talented or too much success. Call of Duty, Drake. Uh... Rogan? Who? Rogan? I I I uh, don't know much of his. Uh, did you stuff. listen to the Aaron Rodgers pod? Yeah, I did. Uh, the did? whole shop did. The, the, uh, we were oh, listening. Shit. We were listening to Bill uh, Simmons one. That you oh, you like that one with, with Peter Schrager? I liked it. They hated it. Told me to switch it. Why? And we put the Aaron Rodgers one. I don't know. They didn't like huh. it. I thought I, Bill Simmons is great. Yeah, I love Bill Simmons. Um, that podcast was fire. Oh, well, I, I liked mean, it. You know, teacher zone. I um, like uh, Aaron Rodgers. How he. Uh, Told the story of how he, I forgot exactly what happened, but like he's allergic to something out of the COVID. And yeah, and then Johnson and Johnson was causing blood clots. Look, man, <laughs> and he looked like the bad guy in front of the fucking public, and they fucked him. I literally have. I went through this in my real life today. Like, why? Why are people that are not vaxxed made out to be like suspects? Like we robbed a bank, and I say we because I'm not vaxxed. Like me neither. Like. Fuck that shit. Why Why is it a big deal to just say, like, hey, man, I'm just not comfortable with that? Why Why is that a thing, like, oh, you're conservatard? Oh, oh, oh you're a Trump lover? Oh, oh, you hate liberals? Oh, you hate freedom? It's like, no, you hate fucking freedom for this fucking bullshit-ass fucking mandate that the whole fucking country had to be under for, like, a year and a half, it seemed like. Um, you know what's happening, George? As get him. As I get clean again? Get him. Um, I will admit, I, I am getting clean again, dude. It's fucking tough, bro. It's tough, bro. But you know what I'm realizing about myself? I can't not say how I feel sober. I cannot bullshit it, man. I can't. I can't fake it. I can't just, quote-unquote, read the teleprompter. I can't just say what someone wants me to fucking say. Like, this podcast was built, in my opinion, on the fact of reputable guests. And me being brash. And I don't think there's anything wrong with me saying that. That's not egotistical. That's not. I am very brash. And I'm never going to fucking change. And I think that's part of the draw. You've said yourself 
Um, and I don't take it personal because I can kind of see it listening back. You said, you know, I hate when Blake plays it too safe. I hate safe Blake. I hate it. I hate because that's not you. You got to be you. Um, and, and that's great advice. That's actually some of the best advice I've ever gotten from you. Um, and yeah, man, it's just, we shouldn't have to feel persecuted to say we don't want to get that shit. And the fact that, and I'm not going to go deep on this. The fact that a lot of these media companies and these parent companies of these affiliate stations, whether it's regular news, sports news, your fucking newspaper, you know, the San Francisco Chronicle, you know, Twitter, you know, why remote workers have to be fully vaccinated? They're not around anybody. Why do I got to be fully vaxxed? That makes no sense. And then, you know, if you're someone listening to this that for some reason is offended, I'm down for a conversation, but... My thing is, I don't understand the concept, and someone please explain it to me. I don't understand the concept of having two, three, four shots of this shit to protect yourself, and then being afraid of someone like me, who hasn't gotten any, that gets sick. You are three times over vaccinated. You got the ultimate protection, at least I I thought, you know, at least that's what they were told I've never, that's the one thing about media I've never understood is like, fuck the persecuting Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie and, and, and all these guys. Uh, you know, I mean, there's actors and stuff like that. I think Rob Schneider, you know, this, and they just kill them. They just a hundred miles an hour, just slaughter them, slaughter the name in the media. And I, I, I don't get it. It's like, you know, if you guys are so afraid, you guys have three or four shots and like you're wearing the mask still, how are you afraid of someone like me getting sick, man? That just does not make sense to me. Like, isn't the whole point of a flu shot to where, let's say you have the flu, legit like the flu. We hung out at the podcast, right? I have the flu shot, so my symptoms are not nearly as bad as yours. Why would I get pissed off that you're not vaccinated for the flu? This is so, and again, let's go back to my 2022 argument. This is so weird. It's weird times. It's such strange, weird times. We're going to look back at the 2020s as a decade and, and, it's crazy because, you know, this is this is my 20s, you know, this decade. And it's just like, that was such a weird time. Like, remember the 2020s when we had to stay inside for like a year, year and a half, and then you were, you know, sent to the depths of hell if you didn't get vaccinated, and then there was this and there was that. I mean, we're going to look back in 10, 15, 20 years and be like, that was just a weird fucking time. And no wonder everything was mediocre and everyone was, you know, I'm not going to say down and out, but everyone was kind of trying to find their footing. When the world literally shuts down, I mean, that's why you see the supply chain issues. You see these ports can't get shit unclogged. Like, I don't know. I, I know I'm going in a whole bunch of different directions now. Um, I mean, we got all the way there from Rogan and Rogers doing the pod. But um, that, that's just my stance on it, man. And, and you know, not that I, I'm not a victim, I'm not, but I'm not a suspect. Please don't treat me like a suspect. But I, I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim of, of uh, quote-unquote discrimination because I haven't taken the, the vaccine. I mean... That is what it is. If if people don't, if they can't look past that, it wasn't worth my time anyway. You know what I mean? Whether that comes from boss man, whether that comes from 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 GM, that comes from this bot, it doesn't matter. Like if if people can't look past certain things in my life, I gotta move on. I gotta wake up and still be me. You know, and and I can't worry about that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Am I making sense? Total sense. Okay. I think it doesn't I just make, sense make sure. how people are panicking. And it, what's crazy is uh, I know businesses that backstocked their inventory because of they knew how bad it'd get. And the people who didn't know are like totally fucked right now. Trying to get, you know, certain shit like dairy or sugar, or, you know. Just your normal shit. And they're going down, prices going up. Like it, shit's so fucked. It's crazy. So a lot of people that didn't um, plan, plan their shit out and were prepared for this. I do feel like I could have financially planned a lot better um, for this shit. But, I mean, again, man, crisis hits and you go into crisis mode. You know, not saying I did per se. You know, I, I was still over at, at the pizza joint at the time and, and stuck around there because, you know, we had to do what we had to do. And, and I, I was down to help, um, you know, run the business and whatnot while they were going through challenging times. So it's just it's all a learning curve. And, and um, again, man, I'm all for anyone, you know, if, if there's people out there that, you know, they feel comfortable with that stuff. They've gotten three, four, five doses or whatever. That's cool, man. But. Again, I just don't know how someone like me, and I say me in particular, someone like me, it's my fault. It's our fault. It's like, no, nah, nah, actually, it's not. It's not our fault, like, at all. Like, 
I, I can't even see this shit. You can't even see this virus, bro. I think educated people don't point fingers. Yes. People need to do their research. That's all I got to say. Let's talk about this. I've thought about this for a really long time. Do you ever think about how, I don't know if the term is messed up, but how ass backwards it is that we have two or three main search engines in the world. We got Google, we got Bing, we got, give me another one. I can't even think of one, right? We got Google and Bing. Those are the two, and it's mostly Google. Dude, they control all of the information that the world reads and sees. So my thing is like, what are they not showing? What are they hiding? What are they, you know, people say, oh, do your research, do your research. It's like, that's great, but, excuse me, but what kind of research? Like, they're going to tell you what they want you to know. They're not going to tell you all the shit. Um, and, and again, dude, I mean, you know, Rogan had the guy on the podcast that made the mRNA vaccine back in the 80s. And the guy that made the vaccine is saying, don't take it. That's a red flag, brother. Some of y'all can't even spot red flags in your own relationships. So, you know what I mean? That's not on me. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not taking some shit. That homeboy that made it is saying not to take. That's crazy. Um, rant done. That's all I got on that. Let's talk about football, man. And we won't go crazy because the season preview is next week. But I'm, I'm, I'm itching. I'm dying to talk about some football. And we'll go into this a little bit more. It was on the Bill Simmons pod. Is there any chance the Rams repeat this year? Yeah. How realistic is that? Like, and, and but be for real, please. Don't give me no ninety eight percent. Don't. Like, There's only on. five teams that we could think of are real legit contenders, right? One, and like the top two dogs out of the AFC West. Who's that? Because that's that, different that's, for everyone. that's up to that's up for the season. To, uh, unfold, you know, something's gonna happen. Something's gonna give. Um, Bills, Rams, and uh, Bucks. Bills, Rams, Bucks. You know who my ultimate sleeper, is? and I wouldn't bet money. And I've said some shit about them on here. My ultimate sleeper for Super Bowl champions, the Broncos. If the if everything go, if they if all their breaks go right, the more I think about it, and I'm cool with being wrong, man. I'm cool with that, and I know. I damn near cursed out Anwar. Anwar is a good dude. Shout out to Anwar Stetson. I damn near cursed that dude out back in March when he was talking about, you know, I think Russell will cook. And I was like, get the fuck out of here, yada, yada. Man, if everything breaks right for them, that is a Super Bowl contending team. I got Javante and Melvin Gordon. I don't got to run one of them into the fucking ground. They can each get 150, 200 carries on the year. I can pound the fucking football. It's not um, Vic Fangio, who was in a coma half the fucking season. Kind of like uh, who was homeboy in the Vikings? Uh, um, Mike uh, Zimmer. Zimmer. Yeah, you know those guys are just standing there in a coma half the fucking year. You know that's not going on anymore. It's Nathaniel Hackett who was partly responsible for Aaron Rodgers' last two MVPs. If Russell can, I forgot about this. His first half of 2020 was the greatest he's ever looked in his career. Um, I think he had something like. 2,400 yards, 27 touchdowns, five picks through nine games, and then he tailed off. But 40 touchdowns was the most he's ever thrown in one year. That was in 2020. Now you can look at the playoff success or lack thereof and make a case. And that's where my case comes in. Uh, They haven't made a bowl since the 2014 season. Russell Wilson hasn't. Um, You know, they beat the Eagles in the wild card, lost to the Packers in Lambeau three years ago. Um, Before that, they beat uh, the Seahawks in the wild card, I think, or or the – or someone like that in 2016 or 17. Then they played Atlanta. Uh, Future was on the sideline. They lose by three touchdowns. So if everything breaks right for Wilson, the running game, if Judy breaks out, we know Cortland Sutton is good. Uh, You know, you got Justin Simmons at safety. You got Kyle Fuller. You got all these. You got Sertan. I know St. Patrick got hurt, unfortunately. But that secondary is crazy as shit. Um, I feel like I'm missing the, the Randy Gregory's on the defensive line. And yes, they lost Von Miller and yes, he had a rebirth in Los Angeles. Um, but I, I, I just don't think he's worth $20 million a year at this point in his career personally. Um, so I don't know if, if things break right and what that looks like, I have no idea, but if everything goes right, man, Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride.
Broncos country. That's the thing, though. That's what I'm saying. AFC West, anyone can make noise. That's why it's so Any wild. of them. Any of them. You know. I, at first, I had the Chiefs going dead last, and then I switched my stance. <laughs> well, I mean, he is the most talented quarterback in the division. He's probably the most talented quarterback in football. Yeah. Well, I mean, top three. Y- yes. You can make a debate for first two, three. You know what I'm saying? Josh um, Allen has to beat him in the playoffs for me to say Josh Allen's better than Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and mean, then Tom Brady, but also he retired. Also, he's the GOAT, so you can't doubt him. We're starting to figure out what the fuck is going on with Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. What's up? He's getting divorced. Yeah. Giselle ain't happy. Why? Dude, the press conference he gave two or three days ago, Brady, I mean, I've never, I thought he got a facelift. He looked that skinny. And he's always had the jawline. He's always been super skinny. The TB12 diet. We know what's up. But he looked like facelift bad. Like, he just left to go get some cosmetic surgery over the last 10 days. He comes back super skinny. I mean, just the lines under the eyes. He's just no energy in his voice or, or in his personality. And then a report comes out that him and Giselle are at odds over him returning. So he dips for 10 days because she's done being alone with the kids. It's training camp. It's his 23rd training camp, by the way. And look, I know that August is slow, right? July and August are the two slowest sports months. We all know it. We're all grinding and scraping and scrapping for a story. But this is very interesting. Not that I give a shit that much about Tom Brady's personal life because, you know, I care about the football player himself. But this can easily translate onto the football field. Again, no Ryan Jensen. Uh, the offensive line's worse. Leonard Fournette came in overweight. I don't know what Russell Gage looks like. Godwin's coming off an ACL tear. Evans is in his 10th season. Brady's in his 23rd. Like, it's Todd Bowles now, not Bruce Arians. Like, a defensive coach compared to an offensive-minded coach. Like, I don't know, bro. I'm not feeling great about my Tampa pick anymore. And I feel like I should be able to rescind that. I, I feel like and next week we'll give the official picks on, on the season preview. Um, but... I really, really, really am feeling Denver all of a sudden, and I don't know why. So Tom Brady's out for you. Can we go official as a whistle? The Bucks are done. I know you want to do the, the plant the flag thing. I'm going to say no. I'm not out. I'm not out. My flag is planted. Tampa Bay can easily not only make a Super Bowl, they can win a Super Bowl this year. Um, how realistic is that? I don't think the chances are as great as they were in 2020. And until week 13, 14, 15, we didn't think that was realistic. They were losing to the Rams on Monday night uh, with Jared Goff. They were losing just these uh, to the Saints twice, getting their ass kicked. You know, there was a lot of these scenarios where we're like, I don't know, man, Brady. So, I don't know. If I have to plant a flag, I'm going to say no. Tampa is right there. They got to show me that they ain't shit for me to be like, I'm out. But I got Tampa. Um, I think Buffalo's right there. Rams are right there. Denver's right there. Chiefs are right there. I'm not going to say the Packers. I'm not saying the Packers. Because who's he throwing the ball to? And I like Alan Lazard. Christian Watson's a rookie. Uh, Rodgers got paid. I don't know. Tanyan's out. He's got the torn ACL he's still recovering from. Aaron Jones is getting up there a little bit. He had some Nixon bumps last year. A.J. Dillon, they, Matt LaFleur is a great offensive-minded coach. For some reason, they don't use A.J. Dillon as much as I would think they would. Um, that's what I got, man. Those are probably my five teams. Buffalo, Tampa, Denver, Rams. Um, Chiefs. Chiefs, yes. Thank you. And, yeah, the Chargers are not in that because I think the Chargers are still a year or two away. And Chargers could go on, on this miraculous run. And, and it could be fantastic. I just don't think that defense is strong enough yet. Khalil Mack does not tip the scale for me. In 2022, the way he did in 2018 when he got traded to the Bears. And he immediately made them like a top eight defense. That doesn't do it for me. Now, I love Derwin James and J.C. Jackson in the secondary. J.C. Jackson also played in a certain system in New England to where he was able to have the most interceptions, 26, over the last four seasons of anyone in the, in the league. Derwin James hasn't played a full season since 2019. And they just paid him more money than any safety has ever made in NFL history. So, I don't know. And we have not paid Herbert yet. We haven't paid Rashawn Slater. We haven't given Eckler another deal. We haven't given uh, um, whose homeboy we drafted this year, the left guard. Like, we're going to have to pay the left-hand side of that offensive line. We're going to give Herbert $300 million fucking dollars, uh, which is going to come next spring because it's 
you know, three year deal now. These guys don't wait till year four. They wait till year three, uh, i.e. Kyler Murray. So yeah. Anyway. Anything else, man? Um where are we at right now? Forty nine minutes. That's pretty good. Let's get to an hour. Let's get to an hour. Oh, we could easily yeah, do that. We easily get what was I gonna say about that? Yeah, I can, like I said, I can see the Chargers coming in last in the division. I can see them being in first. I, I really think that who's who's on the other side of JC Jackson? Asante Samuels Jr.? Yeah. Yeah, dude. See, I see the case for any of those teams being good. And you didn't even talk about the Raiders. What's going on with you and the Raiders? You fading them? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Can and after the Al Davis passing, I f- you know how I feel. Ten about- years ago? No, it was like or not? Uh, who? John Madden. John Madden. That's what it is. My bad. <laughs> that's so, I'm so sorry, listeners. <laughs> I know. I'm like, yeah, yeah. After that, yes. <laughs> um, you know, there's a storyline there. Yeah, but I feel like that was the kind of the magic of last year. Making the playoffs is the magic. Sorry, Raider fans. That's kind of what it feels like. And I know I was a Raider fan for a little while. Uh, uh, you know, I- I'm sorry to, to my guy Eddie Glass. I know Eddie listens here and there. I-, I-, I think Eddie won't talk about football with me anymore because I switched up. Damn. Yeah, he's diehard Raiders. He d- and he does not fuck around with that. He's he's like get the fuck out of here with the Chargers shit. Like he, you know, and, and that's why I, I like Eddie. Um, you know, we've had Anwar, we've had Sam Kaminsky, you know, these big Raider fans up here before. And it's not that I enjoy shitting on them. I just, does Devontae Adams take you from 10 wins to Super Bowl winner? I don't think so. But the defense about- is worse. The defense is not that great. Chandler Jones will have two games where he looks like fucking Reggie White or or Aaron Donald. And then he's going to be Chandler Jones the rest of the fucking season. Max Crosby. Uh, Pro Bowl or maybe or is he a third team All Pro something like that? Amazing. Max Crosby is is a total hit. Um, they just got rid of Alex Leatherwood on the offensive line. The offensive line is worse outside of Colton Miller, who's the left tackle. I don't know who's good on that offensive line. It's always a shuffleboard. When was the last time? And yes, I'm stealing this point from the Simmons Pod. When was the last time a receiver got paid thirty million plus dollars a year, and it equated to three or four more wins for that team? Wasn't it like Randy Moss or something? I mean, did the Patriots win the Super Bowl? They went undefeated until the Super Bowl. Did they win the Super Bowl? No. That's my point. Like, I just don't think, and that's the GOAT, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's the GOAT and literally his prime. That was like year seven for Brady. Um, I just don't, not saying Devontae won't have 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns and him and Derek Carr are best buds and it's going to go great and the chemistry's all there. You know, Unless the Raiders are playing us, I hope for the sake of their fans they have some success because I know it's been tough. But I just don't see this world where it's Jacobs and Drake for my running game. Jacobs is not even that great. I mean, he was a first-round running back draft pick. I mean, they passed over some dudes for him. You know what I mean? So you got that going on. The offensive line isn't great. Derek Carr got paid. Hasn't won you a playoff game in eight seasons and got paid like he's won you three or four. He got paid like Stafford. Had like again a Stafford run where he went four playoff wins in a row and deserved it. Um, and again, I mean, yeah, they gave Devontae all that money five years, one hundred thirty-one and a half million dollars. Is that going to be worth it in two thousand twenty-six when Devontae's 32, 33 years old and he maybe has some ankle and knee injuries because all of his cuts and his slants and 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 his comeback? I mean, you know, he's a very on his feet kind of. His footwork is his best ability, right? You know, that's what makes guys like that special is their footwork. It's like I just don't know, man. I don't know. And then Josh McDaniels. That's not the best hire. You should have went after Brian Dabble. How do the Giants get him over the Raiders? And I have Devontae out. And I know they hired the head coach way before they got Devontae. Devontae is, is free agency. They do the coaches in January. I understand that. But I, I don't know, man. I just I just don't see it. And one team has to lose. And I'm not picking my fucking Chargers. I think the Chiefs are really, really good. Like I said, the Broncos, if things go right are going to be really good if things go right. Uh, and someone's got to lose. There's not going to be four playoff teams in one division. That's just not ever going to happen. The NFL is too competitive. A- any given Sunday, too, you know, injuries, there's just too many variables for four teams in one division to make it. And then that would mean it'd only be, let's say, Bills, Colts, and Bengals. Nah, the Ravens are making the playoffs. Um, 
We'll see what the Browns do. I don't I don't believe in them because Deshaun ain't there for a lot of the year. We'll see what the Browns do. Um, let's see what New England does. Let's see what the fucking Dolphins do with Tyreek now. And let's see if Tua takes a step forward. I don't see four teams making it. I don't even see really three teams making it. It's going to be a, a, a bloodbath for division winner and one wild card spot, just like last year. Um, so, yeah, man. I get, I get where you're coming from. Two of those teams have Super Bowl winners. Mahomes and... Uh... Russell Wilson. Yeah. The one that got revamped the most hasn't made the playoffs, LA Chargers. And Raiders got kind of better and made the playoffs last year. That's why it's like uh, such a toss-up. I just don't want to doubt anyone. I could see you, you, we can make the case easily for any of those teams to fucking. I, say, I, I could flip it on its head and make the case for the Raiders. I mean, yeah. best receiver in football, chemistry with Carr, Chandler Jones and Max Crosby are fearsome off the edge. Um you know, yes, the offensive line is banged up, but you know, if if we do, we got Renfro. I mean, we got guys that we can just do the three, four yard out routes. Waller and the comebacks just got paid. And Waller, he got paid today. Uh, he he right? wants to get paid. Did he? He, has, he hasn't gotten paid yet. We, okay. Um, but but yes, uh, Waller is there. So look, I mean, you could easily make the case for Raiders winning twelve games. I can easily see them literally going nine and eight. And sadly, it's gonna probably come down to injury. Yeah. That's what, that's what sucks. That, that's what it always comes down to. Let's talk about this, dude. What do you think about the Ravens this year? They are literally another team. I didn't throw them in my five. They're another team that if they make a bull run, I'm not going to be shocked. I think Lamar's got something for y'all. Y'all as in the NFL. I think Lamar's got something for y'all. I think he's been waiting. He's been chilling. He's his own agent. He hasn't gotten paid. Kyler Murray bitched all offseason. Um, um, um. Uh, Stafford got paid. Like these guys got paid. Lamar Jackson's won an MVP. Guess what? Kyler Murray and Ma- Matthew Stafford have never done won an MVP. And yes, Stafford won a Super Bowl. But Lamar's had amazing success, and he's betting on himself. And I love that shit. And Lamar, you better fucking believe is going to get two eighty to three ten next spring. Yeah, that's just what I think. Russell Wilson just got five years, two hundred forty-five million dollars. He hasn't won a playoff game in three seasons. I'm not doubting to get the contract. That's just crazy numbers. It's crazy money. It is crazy numbers. Um, and yeah. the cap is going to spike too. So. I mean that that even that division's uh, loaded. AFC uh, North. Yeah. And um, there's four teams that are in contention there. And I definitely don't see how he doesn't get better with his cornerback, starting cornerback coming back, Marcus Peters, and uh, all three yep. of his fucking running backs coming back. So, who are the three? I know Dobbins, but who are the uh, Dobbins, Gus Edwards, and yes. um, fuck, I don't remember. I think the other one doesn't really matter, but he was like. Pretty good. Dobbins is there. Mark Andrews won guys their fantasy leagues last year. Yeah. Sorry, George. Um, yeah, they lost Hollywood, but they didn't really know how to use Hollywood, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, that's not that big of a loss. And they got a first-round pick for him. I mean, he was a first-round pick receiver, so, I mean, that's the conversation you should get. But, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, I think the Ravens, much like the Broncos, can come out of nowhere with a vengeance. They have the talent. Uh, stability. It's been Ozzie Newsome as GM and John Harbaugh for head coach for the last at least 15 seasons. Like, it's nothing but stability, and you haven't heard any sort of beef from Lamar. Lamar hasn't made any of those cryptic tweets, no cryptic Instagram posts. Um, um, he did uh, like a tweet where he was in a Dolphins jersey. That's just, uh, that's August hoopla. He's just, whatever. He's probably thinking about Miami. Baltimore's cold as shit, whatever. I wouldn't be worried if I was a Raven fan. It's like, this dude's not bolting for Miami now. If they have a bad season, and all of a sudden, Waddle, Hill, Mostert, Edmonds, uh, Gazeki, um, that defense, you know, yeah, that's really, and it's Miami, Florida. That's very enticing, but I think it goes well for them. I can easily see them pulling 11, 12 wins out, um, but I do think the Bengals take that division. I think the Bengals are going to be very, very good. Yo, Joe Burrow, handsome, bro. Like, I was watching the full send pod, and I'm like, damn, yo. <laughs> sound like Channing Crowder. <laughs> you see Channing Crowder talk about Saquon Barkley's thighs, bro. I didn't know who Channing Crowder is. He, so he was the Dolphins running back from like 2006 to like 2011, um, and he's on a podcast with Ryan Clark called uh, Pivot. They used to be part of I Am Athlete when Brandon Marshall, Brandon Marshall, fucking Joe Budden, them didn't pay them their shit, stole money, so they were like, "Fuck you, we're out." And now their podcast is more successful. Um, and they had Saquon Barkley on there a couple days ago. And Channing Crowder. Yo, that dude's got to be the most secure dude in the whole fucking world. Because he was like, yo, man. Yo, your thighs is fucking beautiful, Mike. <laughs> I'm like, wait. And Saquon's like, 
What? And then, you know, Ryan Clark's like, hey, what's wrong with you, man? And then he's like, I'm just saying, man, usually only women got thighs like that. You got some beautiful tree trunks, man. I'm like, I don't know, man. Uh, it's it's very funny. It was very funny. He's got a good personality. Um, who was the other person he said some suspect shit to? That was very, oh, Denzel Ward. He's like, man, look at you in your eyes, look in your face. You are fucking beautiful, man. It's <laughs> Denzel Ward. That's how I'm um, we just hit an hour. Let's wrap up, man. Let, let's wrap up. So next Wednesday, September 7th, me, George, Al, Al couldn't be here today because, uh, he didn't really plan on being here today. Um, he has some family stuff going on last week or yesterday. That is, uh, excuse me. We were going to start yesterday, but that's cool. I'm fine with waiting another week. Um, so anyway, next Wednesday, September 7th, you guys already know what's happening. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Football season's here. I no longer have the summertime sadness. Shout out Lana Del Rey. That song gets me through a lot, to be honest with you. Um, I feel good, dude. I feel good. And um, was there anything? I feel like I had something else I wanted to say. I want to ask you, how do you think your league's going to turn out? My league? Yeah, how do you, how do you think you're going to fare this year? You were, uh, what place? So, look, I started off in 2019 playing. I still think I played in 2016. Like, that was a lot of weed and alcohol ago. I still think I played in the league that year. It's uh, Seth. South White's League, that is. But I don't remember for sure. I know I for sure have played every year since 2019. Uh, I went 8th, 8th, and 5th. You know, me and you both know you beat me in the playoffs last year. You made the bowl. Your teams are always good. So that is what it is. I I didn't mind losing to someone that made the bowl and or had a chance to win it, right? How I think I'll fare is much like the previous, you know, two, three years. I think I'll get better. Now, where exactly I land, I'm not going to come in here and be like, don't suck my dick out, I'm finishing number one, uh, I'm over all you hoes. I'm not doing all that, bro. Because it's like, first of all, I don't actually believe that because it's a different league yet again. There's three new people. So um, we got Sturge. We got Isaac. Shout oh, out yeah. to them. What? Sturge. Austin Sturgis? Oh, Austin Sturgis? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, he replaced you. Okay. Yeah. That's my dog. Who else? Um, And then my dad. My dad's name, shout out to my dad, my dad, Jerry. His name is Buster Hyman. <laughs> but, yeah. it, but it's spelled B-U-S-T-E-R-H-Y-M-E. Like, it's not Bust Her Hyman, it's Buster Hyman. <laughs> I'm fucking done. And so my name is now Girth Brooks. I'm Girth Brooks this year. Um, I know Sturge is like Stepdaddy Dale. Uh, Seth, I don't mean to hate on Seth. I just hate his sense of humor. His name for his team, Thieling Up My Cousins. That's not bad. People deserve second chances. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was the trombone, but it's Jimmy Haslam. <laughs> yeah, it says you deserve a second chance. People deserve chance. second chances. <laughs> um... Yeah, dude. I don't know, man. Just not a huge fan of that. Owl's back to Minshew's mustache because he's a dumb fuck Jaguar fan. Why? Um, dude. He's not even on there anymore. Dude, it fucking beats me, man. That's I, wild. Owl's just weird, man. Owl just. Owl's he, a weird motherfucker. He's loyal to a fault. He's loyal to a fault. I ain't talking San Andreas. I know, but does, why wouldn't it be like Lawrence? He was a fucking Bengal fan, and they made the I mean, the most miraculous season I could remember from a bunch of 21-year-olds. You know what I mean? 22-year-olds. Like, all those dudes are literally younger than me, except maybe Burrow. Maybe he's a year or two older. But Chase is 21. T. Higgins is 21. Uh, Mixon's, what, 25? I mean, Zach Taylor's like 38. He's almost as young as McVay. And I know he comes from the same tree, but I digress. Um, I don't know, dude. I have no idea. I have no idea why he went back, but teachers, oh man, I mean, everyone's got to live with themselves, right? Everyone's got to get up in the morning, look in the mirror, brush their teeth, and be okay with what they see. So, um, it is what it is. But yeah, man, I- I'm looking forward to the league this year. How I think I'll fare to answer your question after all that soliloquy, I think I'll get better. Uh, better as in finishing top four, hopefully. So, um, that's the goal. I literally, I thought I had my strategy mapped out, and then like round two, Andrews is gone, Kelsey's gone, Pitts is gone. I'm like, oh, you drafted already? No, no. So we're drafting this Sunday. Okay. That's another reason I'm kind of happy we didn't uh, pod yesterday because we haven't done the fantasy draft, me and Al, yet. So when we come in next week, we're going to have, you know, how'd our summer go, fantasy draft recap. Um, also going to be a brand new segment. Um, I haven't even told you about this yet. It's going to be called Safest Bets. And I know you and Rick are big gambling guys. Al's a big gambling guy. He watches, you know, Book It With Trent on TikTok. Um, I kind of like to dabble here and there when I feel confident in my picks. We're just going to do, every week, all of us will give one game 
that we think is the safest bet to win money on. Um, I have my pick for week one already mapped out. It is a team that has not won a week one game in 16 seasons. So that's my pick. I'm not going to reveal it yet because you guys save content. So uh, we got a new segment going on. We got another new segment called Favorite TikToks of the Week. Um, everyone's going to share one video from a profile or from – it doesn't have to be sports-related, just, just anything that we like in particular, something that hits the heartstrings, something that's funny. We'll share that as well. That's something you wanted to do last year, and I wanted to implement that this year. Um, and then, of course, we're going to, you know, come back player of the year, coach of the year, rookie of the year, MVP, Super Bowl picks. And week one picks. So uh, next week's going to be fucking loaded. So we probably won't be back until next week. Next Wednesday, that is. So tune in next Wednesday. And, um, yeah, dude. I mean, for not for being stood up yet again on this podcast, I thought today went pretty good. So Yeah, next week, we aren't going to be loaded. The podcast is going to be loaded. So stay tuned. <laughs> George, I know you wanted me to, like, wait on these, but I, I can't, bro. Broncos country, let's rock. Country. You haven't run. used the one that I really care about. Broncos country. Well, right. yeah, let's let's save that. I'm one. saving that one because the fantasy draft has not happened yet, and I gotta save it for when I grab Chubby in round three. And I already got Lenny, and I already got Eckler. Really <laughs> spill all your juice like that? Those are the three guys that are pretty good. That's the thing. Like, is that really spilling a pick? We all know Eckler, Lenny, and Chubby are three of the top. 12 running backs in the league. I mean, that's not a secret. It's a secret if I tell you who my round 13 pick is because I know exactly who it is. I actually think he might have got cut already, but I don't know. Uh, He didn't look good in preseason, but there is a certain team that every year has the same formula, and if you're a diehard, you figure out the formula as a fan, and you ride the wave. Um, I'll I'll tell you off, Mike, because we're not not on any of the same. You never know if I was going to listen to this. It's not even about that. I just uh, Yeah, well, yeah. Yo, he's a little sneaky. I'm not getting into it. All right. <laughs> off mic, off mic. Seth is just sneaky. He's a sneaky dude. Um, anything else, brother? Hour six. This uh, is good. Do you have anything to unveil? Unveil? A- anything to unveil? What um, just yeah. next next week. It's going to be uh, – maybe we could pass this off as just like a bonus pod. We didn't do any sponsors or anything like that. So next week will be episode 170. Uh, please return. Please come back and, and check us out this fall. We'll be doing that. Um, hopefully we get you know a, a, another uh, local brewery, another bar here in town on the pod. Um, we got to keep it hush, though. We'll figure it out. We'll figure oh, we it got out. shit in a tuck. We'll, we'll figure it out. And, I mean, you know, I'm also trying to, to get on at, at some news organization. I have no idea where that's going to be. I have no idea – what that looks like. We're making calls. Um, I'm making calls. I feel like I need someone to make calls for me because I, I, I've been stressing, man. It's crazy. Um, anyway, I love you guys. Thank you guys very much for uh, tuning in. And um, we'll be back next Wednesday, man. Broncos country, let's rock. Broncos country, let's rock. Love you guys. Broncos country, let's rock. Love you guys. Have a good day. <laughs>